Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, episode 69, July 29th, 2023. So glad you could make it. Just before uh, coming on air, I am definitely looking up how to fix a hissing toilet. So I might have a handyman update for you next week. And we'll see how it, how it all goes. I don't think it's running the water. My water bill is higher, but um, we got all five of us back in the house. We've been watering sunflowers. and Anyway... Um, how to fix a hissing toilet. Hissing is the best sound that I can find looking for it on the YouTube. So we'll see. But today is, is more about transitions. What I love about music and the, the type of music, which I, I call jazz, really. I, I know people call it jam bands and have different different titles for it. But for me, it's jazz because because it seems to be and uh you know there's a there's a structure there's a framework there's a melody but then the guys take off and uh it's 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 not going to be the same transition you know uh whether it's fish or widespread panic or whether it's you know whoever uh grateful dead if i'm listening to some old recordings you know like depending on which night you get um, I mean, I, I went to five shows, uh, two in Huntsville and three in Alpharetta, and there was only one song that was repeated, and and that was the very last song of the encore on the fifth night, and only because of kind of a request, you know. Um, so it's it's a different show every time you go. It's not like going to see some other main person that's going to sing the same exact set list every night whatever um but but even then like if you saw if you if you heard a song live whether it's karini or whether it's mike's song or whatever the 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 solo once it gets to the the free form you know once it gets to the the part that's outside of the melody that's outside of the basic structure it it's going to be different like it it's it's going to go a different direction. You, you don't you don't know which direction it's going to go in. I don't think the band knows. And it's in those transitions. I mean, I love the songs, you know, like I was belting out Set Your Soul Free. Like I was belting it out. And I mean, my voice was hoarse for a couple of days after, you know, the the, the fish shows because I am singing along with, with the melody part. I am singing along with the chorus, you know, can I live while I'm young? I mean, I'm, I'm blasting it. And, and, you know, one of the things I love to do is to try to hear what the melodies are. I try to hear, you know, through the transition, what the next notes are that might indicate where we're headed. I mean, David, you got to give it to me. I called that fuego like on the very first lick out of Wave of Hope. But it's those, it's those transitions that I think, I, I, I'm about to say that I love the most, but of course it's, 
it's those transitions. It's the, it's the dark parts, you know, the, the, the minor parts, the dissonant parts, the, the uncertain parts like that, that highlights the chorus when you get back to it or that, you know, that, that accentuate the next notes that lead into the the next song. And so it, it isn't like one is, is better than the other. Of course, it's, it's all a part of it. It's all a part of the, of the one. Um, but in those transitions, it is easy to get lost. Like it's, it's easy to get lost. It's, I think sometimes the band members get lost and it's a testament to, to these guys, these, these bands that I've named that they can run through that, hit a wall and then find their way, find their way back, you know, and just by listening to each other by, uh, because of experience, because of communication, because of understanding, you know, and, and, but it's, it's those transitions, that, that uncertainty, that low-key stuff, you know, uh, or, or minor-key stuff. So, um, it, it, you know, it's I, I watched Castaway. I watch it every time it's, it's on. I really didn't even have the sound on. I was listening to probably Fish, probably. Maybe I've been in a Chris Stapleton phase the last couple of days, but... Um, I had Castaway just on mute, just watching it because I could, you know, there's not much to quote anyway through a lot of the movie, but, but my favorite part, I turned the volume up. My favorite part is after, you know, he's been on the island for a long time and then the, the Porta John part comes in and he goes down and he's just kind of looking at it for a while because it's a strange reminder of the world that he was in. And he looks at it, you know, and it's like Bakersfield. Bakersfield and uh he puts it up on the beach and then and then it blows over and he realizes that it could work you know this could work he tells Wilson uh, for a sale and so he does he sets sail for the new world you know which is which is I've talked about a part of 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 what my tattoo is about um he it, it, it works for him and he gets over that first line of breakers that he was never able to do on just a raft or whatever. Like he never could figure out how to do it, but he, he gets over that first line of breakers and he's out to sea. And then he, he, he celebrates for a second that he did it. But then he looks back at this Island that has been his safe place. He looks back at the place where he was that he knows, you know, for four, for four years. And there's this sense of, I think both, I think it's both a, a, an appreciation, you know, a recognition of all that that place that he's been has meant to him and, and a gladness for it, but also, a, you know, a bit of sadness, a bit of trepidation, a bit of, oh, okay, all right, I've set sail, you know, I've burned down the mast. Um, now I just have to trust the current, I have to trust the current of this transition to see where I'm headed next because he doesn't know. He's just hoping. So, so anyway, transitions, transitions day, um, 
it, it actually was yesterday. But when I get presents for people, it's very difficult for me to wait. Like I don't, I like to get it and I like to give it. You know, that's that's how I do. I, I'm not very good with, with surprises. I've gotten a little bit better at trying to hold on to information at least for a few days. But, um, but yesterday was my half birthday, 45.5. And... So I began to think about it. I had like a little bit left over on this Marshall's gift card and and I went over there and looked at all the 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 knickknack stuff that they have and I, w- I wanted to give a present because I love that I love the idea you know is it is it I believe it's the hobbits that do it but I've read of other cultures that do it too that like that I give other people presents on my birthday I like that I think that's a great I think that's the way it should be I think that's the way that should be um so I got all this you know random stuff for, for, for Sarah and the kids, like puzzles. And I got Sam, this weird looking like Indian sculpture that, uh, is a man reading a book. I think, you know, he's going back to college. Sydney, uh, an avocado, uh, avocado that says, I don't give a guac. Um, and no, a mug. I got this awesome painting. I've got to put it up. I did. I put it up, uh, on Instagram uh, of, of some dogs playing video games and, Oh man, it was just perfect when I saw it. I knew I had to get it for Isaac. But we are in that transition time. You know, like this is the school life that we live and I'm a teacher, you know? And and so, you know, Sarah works with Trio. And so we are a part of this educational cycle. Obviously we got three kids that are in the midst of it. And so summertime is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It's a great time of rest. A great time of reflection, a great time of preparation. But here we are at the end of July, and things are about to ramp up. On Monday, tennis starts for Sydney. Tennis practice starts. You know, a, a week from Monday, she gets to go to the DMV and hopefully not wait too terribly long. Um, but we're ready for it to get her after nine license, so that she can drive after nine p.m. And that'll be a new sense of, of freedom as well. Um, in a couple of weekends, uh, two weekends from today, we'll, we'll be heading back up to Boone, taking taking the boy back up to Boone for his second year at App State. And that's a that's a huge transition, you know. Uh, Isaac will begin high school. The dude's going to be a freshman in high school. Like, it's just wild, you know? And that's a whole brand new thing. These are, these are things that you, you look back at where we've been and you're like, okay, I understand that. I know that place. And that place seems familiar. And that place seems comfortable. But you know what? It's time to set sail. It's time to use whatever it is that the tide brings in. And one day it brought me a sail, you know? And we lash it together, and then we 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 work our way as difficult and as crazy and harrowing as it is, and it is. I, I don't, I'm not pretending, you know. Delving into these dark, uncertain, dissonant places where you do not know what is going to happen—that's very tough. And so, I think it's natural for many people, for all of us, to to latch on to what we know to think that we know 
about a lot of things that maybe we don't because it gives us that sense of power and that sense of control that we don't have when we're just floating out on the ocean that we don't have in the midst of this you know transition from one song to the next from one melody to the next where we don't know uh, what it means and it takes us to places that maybe we're not comfortable with here we go yeah i mean my my town manager the town manager kind of surprisingly decided that he was going to a different city he's going to freaking shelby but whatever so that's a whole different thing that we'll have to deal with um but yeah transitions are are important to me i, I think they're a part of of all of us of I think they're important for all of us, I guess is what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Um, but before we jump into the next, I do, I do have to tell you about Flossie and Stephanie. Um, I don't think I've ever been Jehovah's Witness before. I don't remember it. My, they, they go to my dad's house or used to um, quite often. And my dad would talk to them a lot because that's how he is. But Flossie and Stephanie knocked on my door yesterday. I had no idea what was going on. I thought maybe it was a delivery. wasn't sure. But I went out there, and uh, I was drinking my sparkly water, my, my bougie LaCroix, orange flavor, naturally essenced, you know. And uh, they asked me some, some interesting questions. I really wasn't sure where it was going. Um, they gave me this little card. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit, but man, you know what? I told them as they left, like they had the the most pleasant spirit. Like if if it would have been, yeah, I've had other people come from different churches to my door to try to invite me. And it wasn't like that. It just wasn't like that. Um, so I, I, again, I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to, delve into the world of Jehovah's Witnesses. But I hope they come back. I hope they come back and that we get to talk because it just after they left, like I just felt I felt better. It made me it made me glad that there were these people that that have this pleasant sense about them. That weren't trying to I don't know. I don't know. There wasn't any kind of judgment. There wasn't any kind of vitriol. There wasn't any kind of this, we know everything is right. And, you know, these people that try to hold on and know what they think they know. But anyway, maybe those people need to be into transitions. Ah, okay. I'm way off topic here. Let's... Oh, yes. If you were with me last week, you know that that can only mean one thing, that it is time to jump into the bracket of darkness. And we are down to the round of 16. So we're just going to deal with eight. We're just going to deal with the eight losers here in the round of 16, the ones that do not advance um, to the quarterfinals of the bracket of darkness, which we will deal with next week. Now, of course, we, we eliminated eight last week because we started with 24 and now we're down to the round of 16. So all of these are for real, you know, like all of these are things that I have searched my own soul about. I've, I've searched my own mind and realized these are things that plagued me. And so, you know, it's not like, um, 
I had the red ones last week, like the notification dots that you get on your phone. That's still a real thing, but like those types of things are have been eliminated, and here we are into the round of sixteen. And so even if it sounds silly to you, I promise you it is not silly um, to me. And so just because these things are being eliminated, it doesn't mean that I don't still deal with them. It, it's also the case that some of them I, I am beginning to see like common threads. And so that's good. That's what I was hoping for. I was hoping to try to boil down like, okay, what are my, what is the essence of my hangups here? Um, I'm going to be really prepared when I go back to um, my counselor at Living Lotus on um, August 7th. She's going to be really proud of me, I think, right? Because I've been doing my own work. And of course, I do like for people to be proud of me, but we'll get to that one in the quarterfinals, I believe. Some of these are, 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 lighter and some of these are heavier some of these are really serious and so i don't know what what your fears are some of these might as they say trigger some of yours but um maybe not but but the first one that gets eliminated this week and again like i'm not talking about the actual matchup so you don't know what bugs spiders and snakes was up against because I don't want to be too redundant as we go through this week by week but the one that doesn't advance this one doesn't make it past the sweet 16, but it is in this round is bugs, spiders, and snakes. I don't like them and I don't want them on me. I don't mind looking at them from a distance, although I don't really enjoy looking at snakes. I usually close my eyes when, you know, they do that kind of stuff on Survivor and uh, the opening scenes where they got the snake crawling through. I don't even like talking about it. I don't even like talking about it right now because I can hear it. I mean, I can, I can visualize it. Um, I know black snakes are good and they eat the other snakes and they eat the rats and all that, but mm, I just don't, I don't want, I don't want it. And I don't like bugs and spiders and ones that can bite me like ticks. I don't want that. I mean, nobody wants that. I understand that. But like for somebody who goes down to the river quite a bit and is outside quite a bit, I don't, mm, I don't, you know, like walking through the webs. So I don't really go down there as much in the summer. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, I guess I just don't want them to bite me and for me to end up with some kind of skin rash or some type of, you know, disease that I got to work through, like Lyme's disease or stuff like that. I guess that's a part of it, you know. Oof. So, again, trying to boil all this stuff down, but I don't I don't like it. So, you can imagine, like, something beat that because this doesn't advance. The next one is probably, mm, let's look at the list right quick. Yeah, uh, you know, this one's one of the ones that, is on everybody's radar, I guess. And I, I've I've realized how, like, we don't even want to talk about it. But like, you know, because what I have written down or had written down was like a school shooting. And understand, this one doesn't advance. And so there's something that beat this. For me, for me, you know, for me. And I work there at the school. And there is a difference that when, when I'm there at the school, you know, and, and there with my kids versus like if I'm off campus or if I'm out, you know, sick or something like that that day, the level of fear for me goes way up when I'm not there, which is I know a lot about my own perceived attempt at control, you know, like that somehow – I would be able to control and offer comfort and that that by me being there, like, and I know that's part of my, 
Yeah, I know that's a part of my, my issues as well. But I've heard this new phrase as of of late as we begin to ramp up and think about school security and things like this. And and, and understand like as, as tragic and as awful, I mean just there there are not words that you can use for these types of situations. But statistically it isn't you know, likely, I guess. But the thought of it is it, it should be zero, you know, it should be zero percent. And and so instead of so what what the term has become is now mass casualty event. And that's some nineteen eighty four George Orwell stuff, you know, like that's some that's some bureaucratic language to try to take the edge off of what we really deal with in this society that we seem to have just accepted. I know not everybody. But 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 there is this sense that when I am there and because I am there on a daily basis that I feel like I'll be able to be in control of the situation. Even though I, I know that's I know that's ludicrous. You have to understand. Like I understand the irrationality of it all. But I'm just talking about my own darkness, you see. The third one, it back to the lighter side, and and I don't, you know, I go to concerts sometimes and, and I do go to these concerts with a bunch of hippies and wookies and all these people who like to do all the drugs, you know, and, uh, I get super paranoid about like, I don't leave, I wouldn't leave my water bottle there. I wouldn't leave my cup there. I wouldn't drink out of it if it was, you know, left unattended or whatever. The people at these concerts are amazing. They're, they're wonderful, wonderful people. They're the most wonderful people I've ever experienced, you know, as a group of people in my life. Uh, you know, I tried to explain that to this. I tried to explain that to people a, a decade or so ago when, when I began to be a part of this church group. Like, I just want y'all to understand what real community is. I've, I've experienced it with my group at widespread panic. And now I understand it again, you know, with, with following fish along, like these are, these are the best possible people who would do anything for you. They really will. Strangers stopping strangers just to shake their hands. You understand? Like, but I still have this weird fear. Like what if somebody has, you know, LSD or acid or some other type of whatever drug is out there these days and, and it gets on my hand and now I'm freaking out, you know, like it, I hear it right now. Like I'm, I'm doing this. I hope you understand. Like I'm doing this on the jazz way too. I didn't plan this out. This is all a transition kind of deal. Um, we're not in the melody here. But but what I hear me processing right now is that that's again that's about my own need for for control and that if I that I might lose it. But anyway, that one doesn't pass uh, this round. Friends bailing on me. I I don't know how that one got through last week. Let me see if I can take a look here. Um, yeah, it was it was against the gastro flare up, which I'm I'm not overly worried about anymore because my, my issues are, uh, because I'm, have been a lot healthier except for this past week, but, but I'm getting back. So, um, but yeah, like I, I don't, I've had, I've dealt with this. I've dealt with this type of, I don't know, betrayal is the right word, but definitely like super misunderstanding. And now we're not friends anymore. And how do, you know, I got, I got very few friends and, uh, 
and and really hardly any that are in proximity to me you know uh but 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 my guys that i have i don't worry about that like don't worry about that i'm a i'm a loyal guy like i'm a loyalty guy you know and so when somebody bails if they leave there you know if they leave it it's tough for me uh, i'm a loyalty guy but um again uh, I, that one doesn't that one doesn't get keep going the, the the fifth one is is the love that i get on facebook and i talked about this one last week because it was a difficult matchup um but this one's going to end its run here um honestly because there's another one that that i realized was very similar to it and so again i want you to understand this is a real thing for me like my need for affirmation my desire to be um, recognized and appreciated to be seen. I don't know why I don't feel like I have been in the past. I don't know. Uh, these are, these are things that, uh, but man, getting those likes and those comments, you know, and, and the old women, they put the stickers up, you know, love this with the, with the, with the GIF, uh, action going on, you know, six and there's eight. Uh, this week, but number six is uh, that one bridge, and I don't know. I think it's in Savannah, but it might be on the way out of St. Augustine. But it's one of those bridges that goes up and then back down, so that as you're going up, you can't really see what's over. And I don't know if it's really like that or not. It's one of these type suspension type bridges, and it was in my dream for months and months and months after, and most of the time I never would make it over. Most of the time I would fall off the bridge and I don't know what that had to do with. It was a recurring dream for sure. Until one day I did. Until one day I did. I made it. And I don't remember how that went. And I haven't had that dream anymore. But I still don't like to see pictures of that bridge. That's some weird stuff there. Yeah, that's some. I need to get Freud in uh, to help me with that one. Oh, man. The next one I don't really want to talk about too much. But but as it goes forward, I don't want to talk about any of these too much. But, you know, somebody busting into my house while we're here i don't care about anything else like i don't want people to come in and take my stuff like i don't want somebody to come in and take my blower you know or my dust buster which is one of my new favorite tools you know i don't want people to come in and and steal my art or whatever like i don't want that but but whatever it's stuff you know um, but it's again like this is these are things that don't advance it's not something that really plagues me especially when i don't know um when i'm not the only one here i i I think people can help me beat them up or something like that but not like we don't have a whole bunch of crime around so um the last one is is anticipating the worst and this is this is a different one because it's not exactly like a fear but it is just this thing that i do you know and I understand that it's about control as well. It's like when I was in Alpharetta and I'm sitting there an hour or so before the show starts because, as I said, I like to go in early. I like to get in there and get the feel for the situation, you know. And I was checking Life 360 and I was seeing these people driving one way or the other. And, you know, I would ask, how's how's it going back home? But I know that, that my my family wouldn't tell me if something was not exactly right because they wouldn't want me to worry because they know that I'd be worrying. But because I know that they know that, then it gets into my mind that maybe there is something that's going on. 
that they're not telling me about because they wouldn't want to tell me. You see how twisted up this is? And I, I heard a person say the other day, you know, what's common is common. And that that's good for me. I need to hear that. And I need to just let things happen. I need to set the sail. And I need to trust the current. I need to surrender to the flow. I need to stop thinking that I control all of these things with my worry. Because who of you can, says the ancient scripture. But yeah, I'm going I'm to anticipate the worst guy. But none of these make it to the next round. And so we'll have to come back for the quarterfinals next week. I want to apologize to any of you who have gotten hyped up about the uh, the grilled chicken cool wrap from Chick-fil-A and have gone looking for it and, and couldn't find it. Maybe um, I've heard horror stories like that they were just out, that they hadn't had it on the menu quite yet. But I do want to tell you this. When I went last time down to Gaffney, I got a bonus avocado lime ranch. I mean... I don't know. I need to put some kind of sound effect on right here because getting a bonus avocado lime ranch was what was up because you got to put that with it if you haven't, if you haven't heard. Well, this has been a Church of Six production brought to you by the Foundation Tower of Stone, by the Wall of Belief, by the Token of Hope, the Magic Rock times two, by the rope of relief because that's what we can be for each other you know we can offer relief as we go through these periods of transition try to make each other's burdens lighter and by the bucket of life nothing divine is desperate may all your circumstances serve to awaken compassion and as you go teach peace Don't forget to believe, y'all, and be live. Peace, my friends.